Welcome back to another episode of the Amazon Private Label Show podcast, hosted, as always, by the Amazon FBA University founders, Ryan over in cold, rainy London, England, uh, <laughs> and myself in Austin. It's also it's cold here, man. The winter's, the winter's finally hit post-New post Year's. Reality hits you. What are we talking about today? We are talking about our Amazon businesses. So most of this stuff is about your business. Um, we're talking about what our current businesses look like, uh, our plans for 2024, and anything, any new strategies, anything else uh, we're really looking to implement. So, my <laughs> man, let's start with you. I, I probably know most of what's going on, but... I always learn when when you're talking about your brand. Um, what, uh, give us the rundown on what what kind of the the you know the the spark notes on what's going on with your brands and what you're looking to do in the next three, six, twelve months. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So, so with my brands, I like to split them between my UK brand and my US brand. So, I'll start with the UK side first because that's actually becoming now the small side. So I've actually um, partnered up with my dad, funnily enough, and we've just launched a product, went live like two days ago in the UK. So he saw what I was doing on the Amazon stuff and he wanted to get involved. So he's all in now. He's, uh, we've just launched that. We've got a bunch of search find buys going through and we're actually ranking that to page one. I think we're on page one for like five keywords. Aim is to get to about 15 keywords. So getting a bunch of reviews coming in through on that as well, looking to build that out. So that's a separate entity. That's a new thing. Um, brand brand new like literally this week and then with my own business my my private label business my own one i'm not in any partnership with anyone else in the uk side i'm building out variations so some of my existing products are doing quite well and i'm building out variations so color variations style variations size variations and i'm just looking to expand and develop more basically go wider with what is working so that i've realized there's a lot of different color variations in a lot of spaces mainly in the home and kitchen space that I sell in where they are being underserved and there's no one offering that color variation. So I, I've just launched one just before it literally went live on Christmas Eve <clears throat> and it's already doing really, really well. So I want to continue to build that line out. And basically I want to get to a stage where I have, you know, on one listing on one um, SKU, I might have like eight variations. So try and hit those different colors that no one in the market's doing, bring me in a whole new audience and hopefully start dominating that space and really start ranking for different color keywords alongside sort of the main keywords I'm already ranking on page one for. So that's my focus in the UK. Renewed focus in the US. So the US store is really, really growing. Um, I've just created like three dummy listings. So I'm launching uh, three products. Hopefully they ship out before Chinese New Year because I'm in trouble if they don't, um, which is coming up right. It's sort of uh, middle of this month all the way through to middle of Feb. So I'm really pushing hard to get it through before then. But Amazon are giving me some really terrible fulfillment centers. So I'm having to split my shipment. So that's ongoing. But anyway, brand update. I'm launching a bunch of higher ticket products in this space. So whereas before my high ticket really looked about $75 to $125, I'm going to be launching a product which sells for upwards of $200 on the Amazon platform on my US brand. So I've recently seen, well, I really saw it kind of take off throughout the Q4 period. And there were listings that were doing you know, one of the listings was doing 1.2 million. There was a couple of guys doing uh, 750,000, 800,000, et cetera. And all of these guys had under 500 reviews. The guy that was doing 1.2 million, he had around 350 reviews. So it just showed me the power of that market. None of these were household names. These were all exclusive private label brands. So I've 
dug deep, done a lot of research into that space. And I'm going to be launching a differentiated variant that's not currently being offered by the market. And I'm looking to go super hard in that space. It's my first time diving into the small oversized space. This is a little bit of a bigger product, but the margins are there. The product sells for absolutely loads. And I'm looking to capitalize on the fact that the search volume is insane and um, there's not too much competition in terms of like high review numbers. So that's one side. And the other side is I'm going um, also in the home and kitchen space um, to build out the variations I have. So some of my products did really well. I do a lot of homeware products um, that did really well during the Christmas period and some of them went out of stock. So I'm restocking those products, but I'm also branching out and adding variations. This time it's not just color variations. I'm also doing size variations. So I'm adding two to three SKUs to my home and kitchen home decor products that I have in the US. And then finally, I'm actually going for the first time into the sports and outdoor space. So I'm going to be launching a, uh, a product in the sports and outdoor space, two variations, two style variations, and that should be going out late Q1. So I'm currently working on the prototype for that. I've been sampling, um, I've been making my changes, looking at the market, thinking about where I can differentiate and come in, and I'll be building that out. So really, it's just working on what, what, what is working, doubling down on it, adding variations where it makes sense. And a few of my products coming really to the end of their life cycle, I'll be honest. Um, I'm looking at discontinuing some of my products that I may have launched last year and maybe haven't quite performed as well as I wanted to. I try and launch at least two products every single quarter. Some of those products do really well. Some of them don't do quite well. And I tend to keep it lean. So whatever doesn't work, I quickly discontinue. Whatever does work, I let it run and I add variations. So that's where my business is, both in the UK and the US. And that's what I've got going on going into 2024, which will be a huge year for everyone. I love it. I love it. Excited to see. Excited to test some of these sports products, brother. Oh, baby. Um, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you'll dial me up uh, when the time is right. But cool, cool. Yeah. So, Ryan, I mean, our, our businesses are fundamentally a little different, just because. Well, I used to sell in the UK and, and some European markets. Found it wasn't really worth it, and so it's just different sides of the world. Although. At this point, it sounds like both of us do the majority in the U.S. Um, yeah, so so for me, my main brand, I am looking to, for the first time, I'm really looking to downsize the catalog and just double down on what's working because if if I do want to sell, if I do want to sell it, I do want to organize it. Uh, there's a lot of cleanup that that's needed and. <laughs> If anyone is looking to sell their brand or has, or has even explored that, they'll realize you have to tighten up a lot different to be able to sell it versus, you know, just have it organized enough to do taxes, let's say. So I'm downsizing to the catalogs about thir- 11, 11 to 13 individual products with about 20 SKUs. And so I'm looking to downsize to about five or six individual products. And just really double down and expand on those instead of kind of horizontal uh, scaling. So j- just try to increase the market share on those. Get get you, you know kind of double down on on external marketing. We're pretty much always running Google ads on, on my main brand, but re- really look look more into like TikTok Shop, some some different marketing channels, and then. Another brand on Amazon, I'm actually, I was, well, I still am running a small fitness brand, but I'm going to repurpose that, uh, that Amazon account to another brand that's in the CPG, 
uh, kind of like the health and food space that I'm launching here in March. And so this will be the first time for me getting into anything consumable, uh, anything like that. So comes comes kind of from a background in, in health and fitness and something that I'm interested in. So that will be launching. And that's going to be a little different than every other brand I've, I've launched or run this thus far because it will still be Amazon dominant, but uh, there's going to be much more. I'm going to try, you, you know, just as hard outside of Amazon. So Shopify, TikTok shop, other, other uh, channels, especially with a product that has a little bit more ability to, to go viral and uh, could be on subscription basis. So I'll, I'll probably say a lot more than uh, about that once it's actually launched and running. But at this point, just kind of building everything. Uh, Q4 was awesome. It always is. And so kind of just taking taking that cash, taking those profits, uh, trying to reinvest as, as much as possible while kind of getting away from, uh, I think a lot of, a lot of sellers early on, once they have a little initial success on Amazon, it's a volume, it's a volume game or there's kind of like this, this mentality, right? I'm sure you'll, you'll, uh, find, find this familiar. Once you're launching and selling, you kind of just want, it's like a race to how many products you can launch. And then you realize really the game is trying to maximize your market share on each product. Uh, and more products is great as long as, <laughs> as long as the same level of scrutiny, uh, to launch those products that is, is held. So kind of just trying to tighten everything up, realizing you don't need a lot of products to, to hit a lot of sales numbers, as I'm sure you see on the sniper insights, uh, Chrome extension or wherever you're looking. And so that that's my goal. My goal is to only be selling as of really the end of Q1 products that that I aim to keep in perpetuity. And so really clean up the catalog on my main brand and then make make a little more space, time and uh, capital for for what's coming next. Oh yeah, I think the name of the game is staying lean, right? It's in my business, I just want to keep ASINs that are absolutely crushing. <clears throat> you know, if something is mediocre at the moment, I'll let it play out for a little bit. But if it doesn't do the numbers I want it to do, I'm happy to cut and just keep the business lean, double down on variations, and just keep the keep the cash flow pumping. Name of the game, baby, cash flow. Got to be yes, cash sir. flow. Awesome, guys. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to start your own private label business. Now we run the Accelerator 2.0, which is our unlimited. 12-month program where we offer as many one-to-one calls with us as you want for an entire year, 365 days. We also set up your PPC for you and get you started with the right products to get you on that path to hitting those good figures. So if you want to get started with us, book a call. The link is in the description. We'd love to talk to as many of you as possible. And as always, we'll see you on the next episode.